Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, it is Hardline, News Radio 930 WBEN, 1008, on a beautiful Sunday morning. No rain outside yet. Right, Brenda? Joe, good morning. It's the last Sunday of July. Where does the time go? Why does summer feel like it's in fast forward and winter feels like it's, you know, takes two days to get through one day? Right. It feels like just yesterday I had to actually put shoes on to go outside. I mean, (laughs) I love summer for the fact that you can be lazy. You can walk around in gym shorts, flip flops, and really no one questions it, right? It's true. But in the winter, getting up takes, okay. Now, I could sleep an extra 10 minutes if there's no ice on the windshield. <laughs> You've got it down to a science, right? Exactly. You know, so I have to make sure. Can I, can I still get right out and onto the road? So in the summer, it's nice. I can get that extra 10 minutes of sleep on the weekdays. Uh, during, the, during the winter, it's always a question. And then as listeners of Sandy's show know, sometimes I still sleep in <laughs> and uh, don't defrost the windshield and hit a stop sign. Yes, there's that problem too. But you know, speaking of shorts, have you noticed a lot of people wear shorts in the winter? Oh, I mean, yeah. It's just like a year-round thing for a lot of people, especially you know, like young dudes like you. Well, I see a lot of younger guys wearing shorts in the winter. Brenda, I have to say, um, my heavier years when I was in college, shorts and flip-flops year-round. Yes, that's I, what I've noticed. I would go to Sabre games in shorts and flip-flops. And let me tell you, I think it's more losing the weight than age because I tried that this winter and I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> it, 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 I couldn't concentrate on what I was doing. Now, I could wear shorts if I know I'm going to be here the whole time or indoors. But when there's a more than one minute outside or in the car when it's really cold, yeah, no way. Well, especially down by the uh, arena. It's so cold and the wind really howls. And how soon did your toes turn blue? You know what? Well, Brenda, I can't feel my last three toes on my right foot. What's well, because you went to Sabres games with flip-flops well, on, right? Well, that and I got uh, stepped on by an ice skate in college. Oh. Uh, again, wearing flip-flops to a hockey game. That's another story <laughs> for another time. Yes, but we digress. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Brenda, how was your week? Did you watch the... Mueller testimony. Uh, well, I saw bits and pieces of it. I was here at work, of course, and I listened to it on WBEN as much as I could. Uh, you know, it's interesting. The polls are out again today, and most people, and I have to agree with uh, the poll that I read this morning, that I don't think much will change. Uh, I think that uh, the Mueller testimony either you know, confirmed what you thought already going into it, or it did not sway many people's opinions. The first uh, impression I had was, this gentleman looks like a doddering 
older, almost ill man. I felt sorry for him. Well, Brenda, I'm glad you said that because here is just an example of exactly what Brenda just said. Could you repeat that, ma'am? Can you repeat the last part of that question? Well, I, I'm not familiar uh, uh, with uh, with that. Uh, that uh, Ken Starr did what? I'm sorry. Uh, I, I disagree with that. Can you repeat the question, sir? That went a little fast for me. And where are you reading from on that? I'm reading from my question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then could you repeat it? Okay. That was pretty much the entire day. That was painful. It was it, very painful to the point where you kind of felt bad for the guy. Yes. But then you do have to look at this with a critical eye, or at least I do. And I ask myself, this guy didn't seem to know, A, an answer to any question. Now, again, I know there were certain things he wasn't going to answer, right? He wanted to stick to that report. But Brenda, at times, it seemed like he didn't even know the report right. that he was referencing. I noticed that as well. I did notice, however, in the second half of the report when Adam Schiff was talking to him, that he did seem to kind of perk up quite a bit. Now, I don't know if it was because Adam Schiff was talking to him and considers him an ally or the fact that he was just used to the dynamic in the room. You know what was interesting, Joe? You probably heard this because you're producing the morning show with Susan and Brian. I heard Michael Caputo on, and he had said how he testified from that room, and he said, it's interesting because you hear the questions from a speaker. It's not like you and I are looking at each other talking right now, and you can see us talking. With He said it was very disconcerting to try to figure out where to look and how to hear. And so I think once Caputo explained what the room was like, it made me understand a little bit of how uh, what made Mueller look so uncomfortable and almost like a deer in the headlights the whole time. You know, to that point, and this is kind of an inside thing, but... From a production standpoint, did you notice they were using two different feeds from the same room? Because during the first hearing, the morning hearing that we carry here on WBEN, the, que- the congressperson asking the question, their feed cut out, but you still saw and heard Mueller. So I thought that was interesting. Oh, no, and I didn't maybe, know that. Maybe to Caputo's point where it is, there is some kind of room between... You know, there's a space between the two that they're even using two separate feeds. That could have also been a problem with Robert Mueller hearing the questions. I think that definitely contributed to it. But don't you agree, Joe? I don't think anything will change. Uh, Nothing really to me was some aha revelatory moment. No, I, I don't. And, you know, I think everything that happened after the testimony was going to happen. Right. The the Democrats were going to bring up impeachment regardless. And they keep saying it's uh, it's obstruction that the president obstructed with the uh, special investigation. But that question was asked at the hearing, and here's the answer when asked if anything hindered his investigation. The investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired with the Russian government in its election interference activities. At any time of the investigation, was your investigation curtailed curtailed or stopped or hindered? No. Right there. Case done, and I actually heard from Adam Schiff's office. This was Adam Schiff after the testimony on Wednesday. Oh, that didn't work. (laughs) I don't think that was him, but uh, I get your point, Joe. Well, listen, I mean, think about the amount of money that's been spent on this. And um, according to this poll, uh, most Republicans describe the testimony as a waste of time, you know, and taxpayer dollars. And I think everybody was questioning the competency of Mueller and... It was interesting to me that he had his deputy counsel with him at his side. So, um, yeah, I was really uh, quite taken aback by how um, flustered and how uncomfortable and how doddering uh, Mueller sounded. Now, 
Do I think there's Russian interference? I think it would be naive to think otherwise. And I think it's been happening for years. And they did say about Russian interference in all 50 states, Joe, and that concerns me. I think we really have to be on the lookout for any of this because it's a serious threat to our to our republic. Let's face it. I mean, that's the whole reason that we started a country, because we didn't want interference from a foreign government. And so I think that we can't take it lightly that there are some, um, you know, directed, severe uh, results with Russia trying to infiltrate our government. Yeah, but I think to that point, we could have been spending the last two years looking on how to fix interference instead of trying to get one man out of the White House. And Brenda, you mentioned how Republicans think it's a waste of time, but the important independent voter, also a majority of independent voters, thought that the special counsel was a waste of time right, and, and money. money. And I don't know if Democrats know this. They need independence if they think they're going to win the White House in 2020. And it seems like they are just deaf to the outside world because they are still pushing impeachment. You watch the morning shows this morning, meet the press following us. Um, you watch those shows and they are still pushing this impeachment agenda. And even though President Trump is unpopular, is an unpopular president at 40 some percent, impeaching him is just as unpopular, if not more unpopular right now than the president is. So I think the Democrats are walking a very fine line and if they keep going down this this path, the president might not even have to run a re-election campaign. He might be able just to be sit to sit back in the Oval Office and watch his poll numbers go up. Well, here's the other thing, Joe. I think with the tension between AOC and Nancy Pelosi, who does not think everything is A-OK with AOC, uh, they will, um, I think she will realize that she has to really kind of uh, put the clamp down on Cortez Ocasio and the other members of the squad and say, look, this is not the time to impeach the president because Nancy Pelosi said she'd rather see him in jail than be impeached. So she's no fan of the president, clearly. But I also think, Joe, that this whole thing reflects a power struggle uh, within the Democratic Party and that Nancy Pelosi has to continue to maintain her leadership post. That's why I think the Democrats under Pelosi's leadership will not push for impeachment at this point. No. And, and you know, I said this on Friday and I say it again today. I never thought the day would come when the most sane person on the Democratic side of the aisle is Nancy Pelosi. How things have changed, huh? She, she really is trying to keep that party together and save it from going to the radical left. Because just as the Republicans don't want to go to the radical right, um, the Democrats are being, are, are, I think, personal personal opinion, they are being going very dangerous to going radical left to where all 23 running would be unelectable. And you start seeing that even with Joe Biden, who was supposed to be the old school Democrat, right? He's even getting pushed more and more to the left to, again, I understand how some people see it with the president being unpopular with a majority of Americans, a majority of independents. I think he's still more popular than a far left candidate. Well, at this point, yes, because I think a lot of people don't really know much about the squad other than they have this name now and that there's four of them and they've kind of come out in a way that made a tremendous splash. So I don't think that, um, you know, Joe, you, you bring up an interesting analogy here because there's, I think, problems on both sides with the president's popularity and certainly with the far left Democrats popularity um, for folks who are moderates. And it's I guess if you had to label me, I'd say I'm a moderate. I think it's a very difficult time to know what to think and where to go at this point. I'd like to know what our listeners think. Yeah, for sure. And, and 8030930, by the way. I'd like to bring this up. You, you have the president 
overall under 50% of popularity, depending on what poll you look at. But every poll you look at, he is popular when it comes to the economy. And how many people are going to remember that when they go to the poll? Either, hey, there's an extra money in my wallet, or they're going to go with a guy that wants to raise minimum wage, that wants to tax you more if you're making money, and also for the party that spent four years trying to impeach the guy in the White House on, right now, no evidence. So it well, is- yeah, so I guess it depends on how you look at it, Joe, with the evidence. But yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's um, there's no clear-cut winner here, Joe. Uh, and I think we realize that in the sense that what happened with the impeachment hearings or, you know, what they thought to be might be uh, the precursor to the impeachment hearings, the Mueller testimony, it really didn't change anybody's mind. It really didn't. Nothing, I think, will change at this point. And I don't think impeachment proceedings will occur at this point. Uh, let's see what happens next. But I wish the president would just stay quiet. This morning, he came out and started attacking Elijah Cummings. And it's like he just can't stop himself. Well, and to that point, Brenda, I do have a few clips. The president not only attacking Elijah Cummings, but then retweeting testimonials from people who live in that district saying just how awful the conditions in that district is and how Elijah Cummings hasn't done anything for it. So backing up his statements with people who live there, we'll play a few of those clips too. Yeah, I want to hear that. We'll get into that as well. Tony and Clarence already on hold. It's like the Stern Show where the whack pack is already calling in. Tony from Clarence is on hold. We will get to Tony after this. 803-0930. It is Joe Beamer, Brenda Alacy. And no and Baba Booey. No Baba Booey. <laughs> for Hardline after this. Hey, it's Bowerly. Let's talk about quality. So many people throw around the word quality that it's almost started to lose its meaning. Well, I want to remind you that the word quality means a standard of excellence that other businesses try to live up to. In a word, quality is Rosex. Rosex Vacuums offers quality brands, and I'm talking about machines that last 20 years and more, not these piddly so-called carpet suckers that break down in a year or two, usually just in time for the warranty to be useless. Rosex carries brand new vacuums from quality manufacturers and quality brands like the SIBO I have. You know, a lot of the name brands we grew up with aren't built the same way. They don't have the longevity or the reliability of a vacuum beast like my SIBO, bad boy. And if your vacuum does have a problem, bring it to Clean Tom Rosek and his team. They'll have it fixed up fast, usually in just a day or two. The Rosek Showroom and Repair Centers in the Sheridan and Sweet Home Plaza Amherst or McKinley across from Monroe Muffler in Hamburg. Tell them Bowerly sent you to Rosek's Vacuums, R-O-S-I-E-K apostrophe S. Real innovators think outside the box. At Infinity of Williamsville, they think outside the dealership. How will a vehicle engage with the customer, their family, their lifestyle? And while they love to meet people in their brand new, updated dealership and showroom, their concierge service can also bring a vehicle to wherever you are in Western New York, at home or at work. Want to test drive a beautiful new 2019 QX60 SUV with third row seating? We're on the way. Redefining limits in quality, performance, and style is what Infinity does. Perfection is an endless pursuit. As a member of the Wester Automotive Group, Infinity of Williamsville strives to present an experience that complements and enhances the strengths of the Infinity brand, including offering great lease opportunities on every Infinity model, including their flagship, the brand new 2019 QX80 large size luxury SUV. What is beyond Infinity? Infinity of Williamsville. On Main Street, just east of Transit Road, an esteemed member of the Wester Automotive Group and Buffalo's exclusive Infinity certified pre owned seller. Think outside the box, all the way to infinity. 
Carpet Smart is announcing the biggest selection of stain-free carpet in Western New York on sale now. It's Buddy Shula here for the number one seller of stain-free carpet in Buffalo, Carpet Smart Mill Outlet. You'll find all the names you know at Carpet Smart, all at the lowest prices. Trusted names like Shaw, Mohawk, Mannington, Armstrong, and more. You have never seen a carpet and floor store like Carpet Smart. More in-stock carpet than anyone. Bound rugs, area rugs, remnants, you name it. Carpet Smart has it for less a lot less. Plus, Carpet Smart is the king of luxury vinyl tile flooring. The hottest trended floors right now. It's all waterproof, perfect for any room, wood, and tile look. Before you buy carpets and floors anywhere else, get to Buffalo's best carpet showrooms with the trusted names and the lowest prices. Carpet Smart Mill Outlet, Walden Avenue, Chictawaga, and Niagara Falls Boulevard at the 290 Tonawanda. Don't buy carpet dumb, buy Carpet Smart. Carpet Smart! For a rewarding career, become a school bus driver with Student Transportation of America. Great option for retirees. Paid training. Train now for September. Student Transportation of America has openings in Williamsville, Buffalo, Youngstown, Lewiston, and Wilson. Pay from $18 to $21.20 an hour, depending on location and experience. Call 253-0191, 253-0191 to speak with a Student Transportation of America representative about your new career as a school bus driver. Hello to all my fellow veterans out there. It's David Bellavia. If you're unable to work because of a medical impairment or have a service-connected disability, or if you're being harassed by debt collectors, call the law offices of Kenneth Hiller at 800-300-2990. Kenneth Hiller will fight to get you all of the disability benefits you're owed from the VA. Call the law offices of Kenneth Hiller, 800-300-2990. Kenneth Hiller fights for the veterans of Western New York. 6000 North Bailey Avenue, Amherst, New York, 14226. Join Shakespeare in Delaware Park as they celebrate 44 years of free Shakespeare. Love's Labor's Lost opens July 25th through August 18th. All free performances are in a new 7:15 start time Tuesdays through Sundays. Go to shakespeareindelawarepark.org for more information. See you on the hill. You're hearing the voice of Buffalo. WBEN. Call us now at 803-0930. Cell calls are free at star 930. And our toll-free line is 1-800-616-9236. All right, 1025, we're back on Hardline. News Radio 930 WBEN, me, Joe Beamer, her, Brenda Alacy, with you till noon when Meet the Press takes over. And Brenda, you did have a point to make. Yeah, Beamer and Brenda on the brunch. Plenty of tasty things to dive into, especially this week coming off the Mueller uh, testimony. Uh, I just want to clarify, Joe, we were talking about the whole thing with um, what this means and what the repercussions were from the testimony when Robert Mueller was uh, grilled, I think you could say. But uh, it did show, the report did show that the Trump campaign welcomed some illegal assistance from the Russians back in 2016 and expected to benefit uh, benefit from it. But investigators did not establish that he had conspired with them. So I think that's why the special counsel decided not to render judgment about an impeachment. And even Nancy Pelosi, Joe, said caution is the word. So in a way, I was kind of um, pleased to hear that they weren't going full force about impeachment at this point. So I wonder, do you think that Trump will be charged with impeachment after he leaves office? That's a question I'd like to hear um, answered by our listeners. Do you think that is, in fact, what may happen once Trump does leave office? You mean he'll be charged once he leaves office? Yes, since he's a sitting president now, obviously. I don't think so. And here's why I say that. 
nothing was clear-cut collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia, right? Number two, obstruction, he never obstructed. The the special counsel did their investigation and they, they did a report. He, he, was not, he never fired anyone on the special counsel. And if you want to look at obstruction, Brenda, look at the people on the special counsel. These were all people who had, or mostly people, who had expressed their distaste in the president and before he won the election. I don't think those kind of people should have even been on the investigation to begin with. But those people were the ones that put this report together, and they can word it however they want. A, a prosecutor doesn't exonerate. We are innocent until proven guilty in this country. They didn't prove guilt. Therefore, the president is innocent. I don't think they have enough to run on for impeachment. I certainly don't think they have enough to charge him with anything once he leaves the White House. Again, they went through their entire investigation. Mueller was never fired. No one on that investigation was fired by the president. They were able to complete it. What happened behind the scenes, if the, if the president had said, what if I blank, or how about we blank, that doesn't, the talk doesn't matter. It, what matters is what happened. And he never once did anything to obstruct that investigation. Well, and let's so face I, I it too, are, Joe. A lot of these things are redacted too. I don't think we know the full story because of that. Well, the things that are redacted, but we've been told what's redacted are things to do with ongoing prosecutions in the, who are the two people, you know, the people that have other trials going on. But of the report that we've seen, the president didn't obstruct. And again, they're going to impeach him because he suggested to someone in the White House that he might fire Robert Mueller? I think the key thing is that he did not, they did not establish, the investigators that is, that Trump had conspired with them in the illegal hacking and, and dumping of those infamous Democratic emails. I think that's why Trump feels so triumphant about this. But anyways, let's go to the calls. Well, we have a news update. We'll go to the calls after Alan Harris. Yeah, Tony, sit tight. Yeah, Tony, <laughs> Rambo, and Tom, all sit tight. I, I do want to say on the, on the collusion thing the the democrats are going after the president because he referenced he referenced the emails and again if no if you don't understand that when he said russia if you have the 30,000 emails that hillary deleted give them to me if you don't understand that's a joke well a i don't believe you don't understand that's a joke uh, again i think they will do anything anything to make the president look bad and they'll do anything to try to make impeachment sound good but again we went through two years of a special of a special investigation again they found no collusion and it wasn't obstructed again i don't know how you can make the case it was obstructed if the council said it wasn't obstructed robert Mueller himself again i'm not sure how much he actually did after listening to that testimony and the investigation was completed it was completed to the full extent and if the Democrats want to go through with impeachment, I will quote Michael Caputo. Go ahead, give Trump a huge electoral victory. That'll be fine. 803-0930, it's Hardline. It is Beamer and Brenda. First, though, before we get to your calls, Alan Harris will keep us up to date. It is 1030. Good morning from the WBEN Newsroom. I'm Alan Harris. Here's what's happening Three Dansville High students were killed in a crash yesterday morning. A fourth person also died. The one survivor was the only one wearing a seatbelt. It happened in the town of Bern when the vehicle failed to stop at a T-crossing and ran into a tree. The dead include the driver, 16-year-old Rebecca Erner, 16-year-old Ambra Edelton, 14-year-old Justin Carpenter, and 14-year-old Christian Wolfanger, all of Dansville. 16-year-old Kelsey Bird, the girl wearing the seatbelt, was mercy-flighted to Rochester with multiple non-life-threatening injuries. 
A skydiver was killed when his parachute became tangled after it opened. New York State Police say 68-year-old Richard Cordero and three other skydivers flying out of Perry Warsaw Airport in Wyoming County about noon yesterday. All four jumped from the plane. Police say Cordero's parachute opened normally and then became tangled. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Buffalo firefighters were out this morning, 1819 McKinley Parkway, for a fire. It caused about $200,000 in damage, they say. A new ABC News Ipsos poll has been released that shows that it's nearly perfectly divided on impeachment among voters following Robert Mueller's testimony this week. Well, Congressman Jerry Nadler told George Stephanopoulos on ABC's This Week his committee is still exploring impeachment. We have impeachment uh, resolutions before the committee. We are... Uh, inve- conducting investigations to s- determine whether we should report those uh, uh, impeachment resolutions to the House or whether we should draft our own and report them to the House. We are considering those resolutions. Now checking the first alert forecast today. Partial sunshine, breezy, more humid with a shower or thunderstorm in the area. The high getting up to about 81. Tonight, an evening shower or thunderstorm, patchy clouds, warm and humid, the low 70. Tomorrow, breezy, warmer, sunshine mixed with some clouds. The high tomorrow, 86. Right now, mostly cloudy, 77 degrees. I'm Alan Harris, News Radio 930, WBEN. I would be nervous if my cancer doctor was treating every type of cancer because then they don't have the expertise in the specific type of cancer that I have. Katie Jastrap's cancer journey has taught her a lot. And at Roswell, my oncologist only treated people with my very specific type of cancer. If you or someone you love is diagnosed with cancer, please take just one day to spend with our doctors here at Roswell Park before you make any decisions on your cancer treatment. Because as Katie shares, it's so important to talk to experts in your specific cancer who are at the forefront of the latest treatments, including options that may only be available at Roswell. I would tell anyone who has cancer, take a step back and think about, is this really the expert to treat me? Before you make any treatment decisions, please call Kim Sweeney at 1-800-ROSWELL to spend one day with us or visit justonedaywithus.org. Paid actors illustrating actual clients. Prior results do not guarantee similar outcome. Each case is unique. When a car hit me, I called Salino and Barnes. They got me $6 million, 24 times the insurance offer. I'm Steve Barnes. Is your accident case worth more than the insurance company says? Call us. You might be surprised. After my motorcycle accident, Salino and Barnes got me $1.5 million, 12 times more than insurance offered. I'm Ross Salino. What's your case really worth? Call us now and find out. After I was rear-ended, insurance offered $100,000. Salino and Barnes got me $800,000. After my car accident, insurance offered $50,000. Salino and Barnes got me $750,000. Is your case worth more than the insurance company says? Call us. You might be surprised. They got me over $600,000, nine times more than insurance offered. Salino and Barnes, injury attorneys, call 888 Main Street, Buffalo. Hi, I'm Teresa Seval from West Seneca. I tried everything to quit smoking. Nothing worked until I went to Buffalo Hypnosis. I quit smoking right after the first session. It worked immediately, and I did not gain any weight. People come to us at Buffalo Hypnosis after they've tried the pills and the patches. 
they're ready and realize that until their mindset changes, they won't see lasting results. Danielle Collado, consulting hypnotist at Buffalo Hypnosis. It's the subconscious mind that controls our habits, cravings, and emotions. The brain is everything. It is mind over matter, and our proven programs put you in full control. It's not what you see on TV. It's modern hypnosis based on science, linguistics, and relaxation. And the results are fantastic for anyone trying to quit smoking, lose weight, handle stress, or conquer fear. To see if hypnosis is right for you, call 874-9050. 874-9050. I highly suggest Buffalo Hypnosis. It's the only thing that works. Call 874-9050. Buffalo Hypnosis. Believing is seeing. There's a lot of misunderstanding out there. People are thinking they're getting spinal decompression. Dr. Ken Monroe from Monroe Chiropractic. According to the FDA, there's only two machines that do spinal decompression. The DRX 9000, 20-year-old technology, and my table, the Integrity. Same developer and engineer, but two-year-old technology. Anybody else saying they're doing spinal decompression and it's not on a DRX or an Integrity, they're doing traction. That's all it is. It's traction. It's completely false advertising. They are not doing spinal decompression if it's not on these two machines. Mine is the most sophisticated table there is on the planet Earth currently. Period. No ifs, ands, or buts. That's the fact. Call Dr. Monroe for a free consultation. 632-4476. 632-4476. My patients are numbers. They're not specimen samples. They're human beings in pain. I see that pain. I'm going to figure out how to get them out of pain. You're hearing the voice of Buffalo. WBEN. Call us now at 803-0930. Cell calls are free at star 930. And our toll-free line is 1-800-616-9236. All right. John Simon picking the tunes. Good song, John. Like it. Steve Miller Band. I am so-so on the Steve Miller Band, but I like that song. I always love them. Yeah. I'm so-so. Speaking of bands, guess who I'm seeing on Wednesday? Tell me. Sarah McLaughlin with the BPO. Oh, that'll be nice. Yeah, out yeah, at Art Park. That, oh, that'll be a terrific thing. Chris Isaac, Tuesday night. He's Tuesday night, that's right. But it's oh, supposed to rain. I'm a little worried. He's on the one stage, and then I, I didn't know there was a second stage at Art Park, so this will be my first time experiencing that. Oh, that'll be fun, Joe. Yeah, a lot of great music. Oh, yeah. More I than saw, ever. I saw Sugar Ray and Better Than Ezra a few weeks ago. Now Sarah McLaughlin, just getting a taste of the 90s. You certainly have an eclectic taste in music, Joe. <laughs> if it's 80s or 90s, Brenda, you know I love it. <laughs> early 2000s, especially early 2000s hip-hop. I love it because that's what I was listening to in middle school and high school. And, right. you know, I love uh, I love listening to it now. I, I love Lenny Kravitz, too, by the way. Lenny Kravitz. I have been on such a Lenny Kravitz kick this week. And uh, Zoe Kravitz was terrific in Big Little Lies, that HBO show that I was totally addicted to. That's right. I have, yeah, I have yet to see it. you got to watch it, Joe. You'll binge it. All right. Even on an 80-degree sunny day, you'll want to stay inside and watch. Well, I've got the AC at 66 in my apartment, so I've been doing a good job <laughs> staying inside. <laughs> 803-0930. We've been teasing calls, so let's get to it, and let's start. We're going to start this time Brenda, we're not going to leave him hanging because we know he has a lot to say. And as much as he and I disagree, he is always a decent caller. So, Tony and Clarence, you will be the first caller of the day. Tony, good morning. Yes, when you, uh, Joe Beamer, become as old as I am and Muller in my 70s, you will find that you are you have some difficulties with your hearing. You have trouble with arthritis and a lot of other things that you don't understand. So this, 
to have pity on Mr. Mueller, it's not only that he was in physically bad shape because he served as two terms as FBI director, one right after 9-11. He's also been, been you know, in a lot of in the FBI for 35 years. But one thing you and Brenda should know is two days before he was going to testify, uh, Attorney General Barr, through one of his associates, sent him a letter that said he was restricted in what he could talk about. Brenda, did you see that letter? I did not, Tony. I did see that letter, Tony. I know exactly what you're talking about. So there was a letter that said you cannot say certain things, correct? It said you have to stick to the report, which Robert Mueller said he was going to do anyway. Right. Okay, great. So when when you're talking about uh, the idea of collusion, excuse me, conspiracy, he could not, because don't forget, Mueller didn't write the report. Yes, we're starting to learn that, yes. It was written by other by, by all of his uh, 16 or 17 uh, associates in the FBI. The, the thing is, is that during, that you, you rule out the conspiracy, but to say there was no collusion with the Russians by the Trump party, Trump people, there were 150 examples listed in the report that they colluded or attempted to collude with the Russians, including his, including Trump's son. Now, as far as obstruction go, you say there's no obstruction. The whole second part talks about ten instances of obstructing justice. No, no, it, it does not, Tony. He, if he had obstructed it, the investigation wouldn't have gone on. He was asked point blank if it was hindered, and he said no. What did he was asked point blank? I listened to the whole thing. All right, I'll play it for you right now. Tony, I'll play it for you right now. How's that sound? I'll play the clip for you right now. Here is Robert Mueller when he is asked... If the report, I'm sorry, if the investigation was hindered, this is Robert Mueller. It starts with him talking about collusion, and then he is asked the question on um, obstruction. Here it is for Tony, and then Tony, I'll bring you back on. The investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired with the Russian government in its election interference activities. At any time of the investigation, was your investigation curtailed or, curtailed or stopped or hindered? No. So right there, it was not hindered, it was not obstructed, they were able to finish said investigation without anyone being fired from the president. Again, an investigation who the people putting it together uh, showed distaste and dislike for the sitting president. Tony, it's back to you. Joe. Tony. Oh, Tony, you can't hang up on Tony. Come on now. We've given you time. Uh, Joe gave you a clip that uh, illustrated his point. You need to hang up? Now, let's talk like reasonable adults here. So, Mueller confirmed that he would have indicted Trump on a charge of obstruction if not for the Justice Department guidance that prohibits charging a sitting president. That's not what he said. He actually. That's what, that's he, what he the indictment said. talk. It was the result of the indictment talk. He came back. Ted Lieu asked him right. if, he was, uh, if he was not indicted because of that. And then the opening of the next hearing, Robert Mueller said that he had misspoke 
And that, that was he not... He clarified. Yeah, he clarified he, that was not the correct way to word it. And here's exactly what he said. What I want to clarify, and this was after the lunch break, Joe, as you point out, what I wanted to clarify is the fact that we did not make any determination with regard to culpability in any way. He didn't decide whether to, in, uh, to indict Trump because that wasn't an option. That was his clarification. But you know what, Joe, when all is said and done, I don't think anything is going to change. Everybody's moving forward. And I don't think anybody's opinions changed uh, in any considerable way after this whole six-hour testimony. And someone texted in, Tony is a decent caller. What I guess I meant to say is Tony calls in every week. You know what? And beside him hanging up, just because we disagree, I'm not going to not go to him. Um, But that kind of, you know, every week I ask him to say one nice thing about the president. He doesn't. And then today he hangs up after the clip. Well, I have more of a problem with it hanging up and him yeah. trying to say something nice about the well, president. The point is, say, why hang up? I think we could all say something nice about people we politically disagree with. Of course. With. That's the whole point of the show. You know, I, I, I want to talk to people who agree and disagree. Well, th- yeah, this is a show. Well, every time every time I, I, I host Brenda, and you know this, the same with you, I say, I want to hear from the people who disagree. Absolutely. Because I, li- I don't want to get into a yelling match back and forth, but I would like to see how you see what I'm seeing and get a, get there a different way. That's what makes politics so interesting to me, Joe. I love that. We may, even you and I may not disagree. Well, or no. may agree, excuse me. But it makes it more interesting to hear the other side. And it sometimes can be very enlightening. We had an interesting show uh, on July 3rd. When yes, we, didn't we certainly agree. did. <laughs> 803-0930. Let's go back to... Now here, I do mean it when I say a decent caller. Always on point. Always a joy to talk to. And the first person to call me when I hosted two years ago on New Year's Day after the Bills had made the playoffs, John in Rochester. John, good morning. Hey, Joe. Hey, Brenda. Good morning, John. How are you? Playoffs. Playoffs. (laughs) Hey, I'll be hosting that show again this year, John. We are going back to the playoffs. Is that just a great clip? I never get tired of that. We are going to get deep in the playoffs this year. My guarantee. Oh, well, I, I hope, hope so, John. John. I hope the Bills go deep in the playoffs and Virginia Tech wins the ACC. I'll be a happy man. And wouldn't it be nice if the Sabres actually competed for once? Well, Brenda, come the on. the season let's... isn't over by the end of November. I could have thrown in and the Mets go to the playoffs, well, too. Know, but let's but not it... be unrealistic. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm a diehard <laughs> fan, man. I'm always there. All right, John, what do you got for us today? Well, you know, it's amazing. Uh, the, the Democrats are uh, talking about the Russian collusion, blah, 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 blah. It, it's amazing to me that the Democratic Party has such ties to the communist Soviet Union that the Republicans never had. Uh, going back to Elger Hiss, Elger Hiss was one of the top aides to FDR, and he posied up to Stalin when I mean, FDR was uh, not feeling well and uh, really screwed the Allies and uh, allowed Stalin to take over Eastern Europe. And then they got Ted Kennedy, who uh, conspired with the Russians, the Soviet Union, when they were communists back in 84, to uh, block Reagan from winning the 1984 election. Bernie Sanders goes to the Soviet Union on his honeymoon under a communist uh, uh, dictatorship. Right now, technically, Russia is not a communist country. There's only five or six communist countries in the world right now that are truly communist, and Russia is not one of them. So I think it's kind of ironic. But as far as uh, the... uh, uh, the hearings that they had with Mueller, uh, you know what amazed what I got out of those hearings was I was amazed that number one Mueller definitely was wasn't at the top of his game and he he definitely was a, a figurehead and the guy that really I think ran that uh, investigation was Andrew Weitzman, who uh, was a huge uh, Hillary Clinton 
advocate. In fact, he was at the uh, so-called victory party for Hillary on election night. This this guy wanted to become attorney general, I think, under Hillary Clinton, and he ended up hiring. Uh, he was a guy. He was a guy that really was making the decisions on hiring seventeen other pro Clinton attorneys on that uh, investigation committee. So that's what amazed me the most that even they could not find uh, good evidence to prosecute. Trump and the campaign. It's unbelievable to me. Well, and you know, Jerry Nadler did ask Mueller too, John, did you um, actually totally exonerate the president? And Mueller replied, no. So here's the thing. As I've been saying all show, I don't think anybody's opinions are going to change. It really didn't reshape anybody's opinions. It, did it change for you at all, John? Uh, no. I, I, well, it did to the point I, I'm more convinced that uh, there was no collusion and no uh, uh, obstruction. And, you know, Elijah, Elijah Cummings, uh, he should talk about being a racist. Uh, Trump is defending himself. The one thing I like about Trump, many, uh, many things I like about Trump, but one of them is he doesn't sit silent. Elijah Cummings has called Donald Trump a racist time and time and time again and, and, and committed treason against the United States. Trump is fighting against this. I I think uh, Elijah Cummings is a racist, and uh, Trump is not afraid to speak out. So, uh, you know, we get what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Well, John, thanks for bringing that up, because we are going to get into those tweets in the next hour. John, you have yourself a good week. You too. Go That's right. <laughs> thanks, John. And I have to agree with John, you know, that the, um, and with you, Brenda, the testimony I don't think changed anyone's mind, but it did open my eyes to the fact that I don't think Robert Mueller had much to do with the report that bears his name. That's true. I agree with I, you I understand there. what Tony's saying. You know, we all have, uh, we all go through spells of forgetfulness as we get older. I, I, I do get that. And I understand he might not have heard the questions, but it seemed every other question. What page is that on? Brenda, I wrote a, um, a term paper. Is that what you call it? Well, whatever the final paper you write for college is on why there should be playoffs in Division One football. Hmm. All right. Now, there are now playoffs in Division One football. I'd like to think someone read my paper. No, but in, in all honesty. <laughs> it's all because of you, Beamer. In all honesty, that paper was almost 10 years ago. I could still tell you what, what the meaning of the paper was and where certain parts were. If you asked me, how would they still make money on the lost bowl games? No, they use the bowl games as they do now. When as the playoff games, and that's how they keep the sponsorships. So I could still tell you certain things of that paper. When he was continuously asking, it seemed that he didn't know anything without going back in, looking through that paper, that he might have just been a figurehead, as people had been saying, and just put his name on the report. And I think that takes a lot away for some people who were really into this and were watching that testimony and were really on, 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 you know, between the two. Again, anyone who listens to this station knows I wasn't between the two. I've always been on the president's side. But I think you did have some independent voters out there that really wanted to hear what this guy had to say. And it might not have been the, the problem hearing the questions or the mumbling around on certain questions. I think what really stuck with people was he literally had to look up 
every question in that report. I think that was the biggest surprise for me is that he really did not seem familiar with it and he had to look and wasn't able to really speak in any sort of narrative. It was all very short yes or no. You know, I take your question has become the new meme. That's this thing. I take your question. It was like, you know, by Felicia. That's like being present in Congress. (laughs) I take your question. (laughs) But yeah, that very much surprised me because I would think a man of his stature and intelligence and training would have been more familiar with it because he knew he was going to be uh, grilled and asked a lot of detailed questions. That's what surprised me. No, yeah, that that's what stuck out. Like I said, uh, to Tony's point, I understand, you know, Robert Mueller's an older guy. He's been at this a long time. He did serve our country. So I, I get all of that. But if you take all that away, it's still the referring to certain pages. 803-0930. Brenda, let's do what we always do. Let's blow up the clock. John, we'll just break at 55. So, because I don't want this guy to have to hold on anymore. He's already held on a long time. Rambo Jim in North Tonawanda. Jim, good morning. Yeah, good morning. I got too much to say to hang up the phone, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Just don't swear this time, Jim. No, 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 no. Listen, you know, what people that hate Trump, they just don't get it. No white politician in America today would dare speak one single solitary word against Elijah Cummings. The white liberal politicians are terrified of him. Trump is the only one that would do this. No one but Trump will stand up to this guy. Nobody. You want to know why I love President Trump so much? And I'm going to tell you something else. I'm not making this up. He has motivated people to the point, back in the days when he was candidate Trump, I went to Mass, I'm Catholic, and the priest up on the altar made a couple of anti-Trump remarks. He's thinking I'm a Catholic priest. I'm up here on the altar. I'll say what I want to say about Trump. People in the congregation started yelling at him. I've never seen anything like this. Trump's people call me on the phone to ask me what I'm thinking. Who am I? I'm a schmuck Walmart voter. What do you care what I think? Trump cares. His people are talking to me. Well, Jim, let me ask you a question about the Elijah Cummings thing. Do you think that's the best way for a president to represent himself is to continue to do these attacks? We elected this guy to be a disruptor. We elected him for his courage and his determination, and he's not afraid to attack anybody that attacks him. He hits back. You hit me, I'm going to hit you back. Do you think that reflects some kind of racism on his part, though, Jim, when he's always, you know, he's been going after the squad and now Elijah Cummings? Is that the best thing he can do for this country? Brenda, let me ask you a question. If we were at a social event and I started making some anti-female comments, wouldn't you as a female feel you have a right to defend your gender? Of course I would, but I'm not the president of the United States. And I think there's a time, a place, and a way to do it. But his courage is what motivates people to come out there and vote for him. I've, I mean, I've never seen a president act this way, and his people are so... You want to know, the, the people that, like... Pr- the guys, the bikers you see with the, with the American flags on their motorcycles and they wear the uh, stars and stripes, bandana around their heads, they're at, like Mississippi muds and old man rivers, and they're talking about, I've heard them talk about the bikers talking about, yeah, Trump, we're going to vote for him again, we love Trump. 
guys with the American bandanas tied around their heads and tell them they can't say that and see see what the bikers do. Jim, all good points. Thanks for the call. That's Rambo Jim. To his point, you know, Elijah Cummings, I don't think it's racist to look at his district and say it's in shambles. And the president has done, I think, a good job of getting clips that show what he's talking about. Because sometimes I'll agree with you, Brenda, and you and I have had this conversation on and off air. I think sometimes he just tweets things that didn't need to be tweeted, right? He, 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 Every day. He gets, a, he gets a thought and he just tweets it out. But with the Elijah Cummings deal, I will, because he also, not just his opinion, he tweeted out testimonials from people who live in those districts. We will play one for you in the next hour because that is uh, getting hot. We've already got callers and texters that want to talk about it. So we'll stick with it as long as you want to, Buffalo. Uh, 803-0930, we're talking Mueller testimony. We will also take your calls on the Elijah Cummings President Trump uh, back and forth. We, Like I said, Brenda wants to hear that one testimonial. I'll play it for you when we come back. It is Beamer and Brenda, a whole nother hour. Hope you stick by. It's Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.